0: Welcome to the Agape Podcast. I'm Beck, a passionate, sold-out lover of Jesus who accidentally started a Christian singles ministry. And now I want to help as many people as possible to find their husband or wife while being super healthy and full of hope. So get ready for some real raw talk about all things singleness and dating. Hello beautiful people. I am so excited to be talking to you today and the topic of our discussion is going to be how to not be clingy or needy. Um, I felt like this was something really that just got put on my heart yesterday to talk about because I feel like I've been receiving a few messages from people and I received one the other day actually and it kind of made me think oh I I feel like maybe this needs to be addressed and it was somebody um kind of putting a guy on blast and saying, "Hey, this is he's not being honoring, he's not doing this, he's not doing that." Um and when I really delved deeper and I was like, "Oh, okay, like tell me more." Well, he didn't message me back within 6 hours and I got really upset by it and I was like, "Oh, this might actually be a you issue and not a him issue." <laughs> and so I thought, "Okay, let's talk about neediness let's talk about clinginess and you know we've all been there we have all been there I remember being oh just checking my phone all the time I'd be in my early 20s and I'd be like when, when's he gonna call or why hasn't he called me and you know making up stories in my head because I really felt like I needed this person in my life I needed them for fun I needed them so I didn't feel lonely I needed them and they could feel it and they would start to pull away and then I'd I'd go closer. I'd be like, don't leave, don't leave, don't leave, you know. And it was this cycle that I was in uh, for a little while, actually. And the Lord really helped to break me out of that. And so when I when we're talking about this topic, I just want you guys to know we've all been there. We've all had relationships, um, you know, where we were immature. We hadn't really grown in the things of the Lord yet, where we were the clingy one. We were the needy one. We needed that other person. Um, and so today I want to talk about how to not get to that point. And I feel like some really good identifiers. So a good place to start is to actually identify what are some needy behaviors. So if, if I'm doing these things, um, I know, oh, I'm actually coming out of a place of probably fear or a place of lack. You know, I, um, I want to, control something. I want to maneuver something into my way and I'm not actually coming from a place of peace. And so if you've ever, if you're doing these things, or if you've ever done these things, it's probably coming from a place of neediness. Um, and so the first one is asking countless prying questions. So you're prying and you want to know more, more, more about the person. And oftentimes I find this can even be, um, ahead of when is appropriate. So, first date needing to know everything. Um, you know, really and this is not uh, like asking good questions, but prying into their personal life. Um, another one is if you freak out if you don't hear back from a date or um somebody that you're dating immediately. That is a really good indicator that you might be operating from a place of neediness and lack. Um another th- another really good indicator is um if you get upset when the person chooses to do something without you so if they say hey i'm going to go to the movies with my friends tonight and they don't invite you and um and it's different if it's all the time but you know if if they can't do anything without you this is a really good indicator that you are operating under a place of neediness and lack um Another really good indicator, if you find yourself getting jealous, if you get, if you're getting jealous of the time they're spending with other people, um, or if you're getting jealous of them being with attractive friends, um, or coworkers and, and hanging out with them, that's also a really, um, really good indicator. If you find yourself, and this is more, I guess, in relationships, but some people do this as well after a first or second date, if you're finding yourself needing to know where they are at all times Um, or even prying about where are you right now? What are you doing? And you, and you feel like you need to know for your own security. That's, there's usually a place of fear or lack there. And that comes through as neediness. Um, If you start going out with someone and you lose interest in the hobbies and the passions that you had before you started dating them, that's a really good place. Um, a really good indicator that, Hey, I'm actually putting all of my time, energy, everything's really being invested in you because I need you rather than, Hey, I'm an independent person. I have my own life going on. Um, and you're an extension of that. And I'm, you know, really happy that you're here, but you're not my everything. If you obsess it, if you obsess over how they text, Um, if they're texting back, if they're texting back enough, if they're, what are they saying, you know, and really, um, becoming obsessive about that, that is a really good indicator that you're operating from a place of neediness. Um, another really good one is that if you're willing to sacrifice your happiness, I'm not talking about, you know, you're just like you're living there is something to be said about laying your life down for somebody else. And so, hey, yeah, you want to go to this restaurant? Cool, let's do that. That's different. But really um, living a life of my needs don't matter. Um, it doesn't really matter what's going on with me. I just want to make this other person happy it can often come from a place of neediness. Hey, I need you in my life. I need to keep you around. So if I keep you happy, you're not going to leave me. Um And I think the last one too is constantly tagging along with them so they have things they have a full life they're independent and yes we want to do things but if you're always kind of tagging along and hey i'm going to come with you i need to be with you that's also a really good indicator um you know if if they're not really allowed to have alone time or you're not allowing them to have alone time, that's also a really good indicator of, hey, I might be operating under a place of neediness. And all of these things are an invitation to go to the Lord and actually check your heart and see what's going on deeper, asking really good questions from the Holy Spirit because he leads you into all truth. And so asking questions like, what's the root of this? Where is this coming from in my life? Holy Spirit, I give you permission to highlight areas of growth for me in this where is the the fear coming from what what was the first time i remember feeling fear of this kind um if you've had a parent abandon you this can like my father left when i was um well he, he left the first time when i was like 12 he left my mum for, for another woman and um i remember that just brought up oh my gosh, I, I need like a man to feel loved. Like, I, I feel so abandoned. And I was always so afraid of being abandoned. And that actually came out in my relationships in my late teens, early 20s. Luckily, I kind of grew out of it when I became a Christian, but it still took a long time to get to where I was when I met my husband. And so... I just have to ask these deep questions of the Lord and allow him to heal those areas in my heart because neediness, unfortunately it doesn't only affect you and destroy your happiness. And, um, you know, when you're, when you're operating out of a place of fear, there's, you can't really, um, stay in love, you know, it's, what is it? Um, perfect love casts out fear, but also there's that scripture that talks about, um, something about uh, fear taking away your power, your love, and your sound mind. And so uh, we've not been given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. That's literally the verse. (laughs) I was like, what's the beginning of it? And so fear will literally take away your power. You feel powerless. You feel like you're um, at the mercy of everybody else and you're a victim in your own story. Um, It takes away your love. It's really hard to to come across as loving and genuinely care for someone when you're needing to know where they are at all times. You need to be with them. You're motivated from fear. And it takes away your sound mind. You start to create stories in your head. You start to go, where are they? Are they doing this? Are they doing that? Do they not want to be with me? Are they with somebody else? Um, <clears throat> do they not enjoy spending time with me? All of this stuff. It really does, excuse <clears> me, <throat> take away from that sound mind that God wants you to have. And so there is no life in this place. I want you to hear that. And the other thing that it will do is it will drive your partner away. It will drive them away. If you put yourself on the other side of this, imagine having somebody constantly asking you, where are you going? Where are you at? Why don't you want to be with me? Um, They freak out if you're not texting them back straight away. You're like, I'm at work or (laughs) I'm with somebody. I'm not on my phone 24 seven. I'm not at your beck and call. Um, If you need to know where they are, if, if your hobbies no longer matter and you just want to do what they want to do all the time. And initially they might not even realize that this is an issue until they realize, Hey, you're kind of just becoming me. Um, You're not your own independent person, which is far more attractive than having somebody who's dependent upon you. Um, And so I think I want to talk through some steps to overcome neediness. If this is something that you felt. Um, if this is a pattern that you've fallen into. And um, I just want to talk about how to not be needy in relationships. And so the first one, obviously, look at these indicators. And if you're doing any of these things, go to the Lord and ask him for the root. All of the things that I'm going to be talking about have to do, it's a heart issue. It's not a behavior issue. The behavior is the symptom of what's actually going on in your heart. And that's the thing that's visible. That's the thing that's up you're going to have resistance to that people are going to push up against that people aren't going to like but really there's deeper things going on in your heart that need to be addressed so that's number 1 talk to the lord about it go through the deep things do a deep dive with the lord and really allow him to bring them up and have him walk you through the steps that are required for healing number 2 i would say um be aware of your reliance upon that person and work to not rely on them for as your source for certain things. So for instance, um, th- there's like an interdependence that comes with having deep relationship when you're married, when you're working to- towards engagement, you become more interdependent. That's not dependent, it's interdependent. So um, we're still independent people, but now we're coming together and we're building a life together. We're cultivating intimacy. Um, you know, your schedule will affect mine. My schedule will affect yours. We're, you know, starting to come together in a more like in more oneness. Um, and that's, and that's completely normal. But when you're relying on that person for your source of happiness, your source of comfort, um, your source of adventure, fun, whatever it is, if you can't be alone, um, then that's gonna that's an issue, and that's something to really take the to the Lord. And I went through a season like this where I just couldn't be by myself; like I had to be with people all the time. I and I I didn't realize that it was actually coming out as neediness. And so, I uh, number two, I just want to encourage you not to be relying on people to fill your tank, not to re- be relying upon them to be your source for the things that you feel like you're deficient in. It's not their responsibility. It's it's actually yours. And um, when I started allowing God to meet those needs and get those need other needs met in healthy ways, I actually stopped needing it from a partner. So, for instance, I love adventure. So when I was single, I would go on adventures with my friends, and I did a lot of things. Like I've traveled the world on my own. At the age of seventeen, I went around Europe for nine months by myself. Um, you know, I just I love adventure and I love going and doing things by myself. And so that was something that I really cultivated. And and then that kind of you know, I was still traveling a lot, but I felt, you know, just in my day-to-day life, um oh, it's kind of boring, you know, I, I I really feel like in dating I have so much fun, but when I'm single, um I'm not getting that day-to-day fun. And so for a little bit I, I actually dated for fun. I was like, Oh, this is so much more enjoyable than when I'm alone. But I realized I was so scared of getting out of that relationship because when they go, the fun goes. (laughs) Um, And that's not a good place to be. And so before I met Nick, I thought I I really had this process of, okay, I'm just going to make sure I'm having fun. I'm getting my adventure need met by myself because it's not going to be dependent upon him. And, And that's exactly what I did. And so when he came along, we would do stuff together. But if he had work or, you know, we just were doing other things. I was totally fine. I was totally fine being by myself. I was totally fine not having him constantly around. Um, and that was a place that I was very content in as well. The next thing is I would encourage you not to date out of a place of lack. If you're feeling like you're deficient in a certain area, you're not, um, thriving, for instance, I'm I'm really lacking adventure, I'm really lacking intimacy, I'm really lacking <clears throat> excuse me connection with somebody. I'm really lacking um you know peace or I feel super lonely. That is not the time to date. <laughs> that is the time to get those needs met in a healthy way. And the awesome thing is that the Lord will help you to do that. You want to get those needs met in a healthy way so that they're not you're not putting that on somebody else. They're not um responsible for you feeling less lonely, you feeling like you have somebody with you, you feeling like you have adventure, you feeling like you have fun. Don't date out of a place of lack. That's number three. If you're feeling like you're lacking in areas, get those things met with the Lord in healthy ways. Uh, Number four, put down your phone. If you're feeling like, hey, I'm actually having some needy tendencies Put down your phone, be away from it for a time Um, that no good comes from scrolling Facebook, scrolling their Facebook, um, you know, waiting for messages, constantly being on the alert. Are they going to message? Are they not reading into everything? Go and live a full life. Have your phone around, you know, you can text them when you need them. Um, You can, Oh, have a really nice surprise when you pick it back up. Hey, they messaged me back, but being glued to your phone and constantly waiting um, is not cultivating life. Um, I think we're up to five, give them space, give them space to be with their people, be with their friends, do their own thing, give them space and permission. Hey, you you don't have to be with me every minute of every day. Um, you can actually have your own life. And I actually encourage that. And, um, champion you in that. Like, I'm actually going to be the biggest person that says, yeah, go have a boys night or go have a, go have some time with your girls. Like I'm good. Like I'm happy to spend a night in, like, I don't need to be around you at all times. Uh, number six, realize that their decisions are their own. Um, so if they're choosing they if they're an independent, free and responsible person, if they choose not to spend time with you at any given time, that their decision is their own and actually respecting that. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean anything deeper, but hey, this is what they're choosing to do tonight and that's okay. Or this is what they're choosing to do this afternoon and that's all right. Um, Number seven, this is the, the final one, following their boundaries. I want to encourage you, if they're putting boundaries in place around how often you're hanging out, how often you're calling, how often you're texting, respect those you know, the biggest sign of respect, um, in a relationship, especially early on is are you following boundaries? Are you willing to submit to the things that somebody else feels like they need to feel safe and honored? And if you're crushing through those, um, and really unwilling to do that, I would say there's some very unhealthy tendencies. You're not respecting them as a person. And if people are disrespecting your boundaries, already in dating, it's just going to continue to get worse within engagement and marriage. And so be really, really mindful of that. And so make sure that you're, you're following boundaries. If they're putting in these things in place, Hey, I feel like we're texting too much, or you know what? I feel kind of smothered by how much you're asking me where I'm at all the time. Have brave communication. And if they're communicating that with you, that's time for you to go, okay, I need to love them and respect them enough to follow what they're asking me to do. And, and that's going to set you up for success as well. Um, and so I guess the last point I want to make is make sure there's really good open communication. If you're dating someone and they're displaying these tendencies and you um, are already like, you're in, (laughs) you know, um, you're, a lot of times these things come out. People can hide these things for a good couple months, but then they come out the three, four, five month mark, and by that point you're already invested, right? And it's not necessarily a, a deal breaker, but it is something to be very clear about. And so if you're having if you're with somebody who's displaying these tendencies and you're thinking, Oh my gosh, this is a bit much, communicate clearly. Make sure they know how you're feeling. Make sure they know how their actions are affecting you and affecting the relationship. Um and that's a really great invitation for them to go with the Holy Spirit and actually sort this, sort these things out. Um, and it's a really good place for you to decide, okay, is this something that I want to walk through with this person or is this something that I want to um, allow them to sort out with the Lord? And that could look like a many different things. I know people who have decided, hey, you know what, with just how crazy you are being right now, I, I actually can't be in close relationship with you but like, let's, let's part ways. And that's okay. That's that person's call. They know what they can handle. Some other people have said, Hey, I actually want to do this with you. And I want to help you through this. And, and you're, you're worth sticking with, um, in my eyes. And they've actually gone through this journey with them. Either way. I think if you can get this sorted in singleness, you won't even have to come up against those conversations and dating. And it really is, um, incredible to see, what the Lord can do and redeem and really set you up for success in your future relationships by sorting this out early. And so I just want to pray for you, Lord. I just pray for each person watching Lord, that you will spark in their heart, any areas of neediness or, you know, anything that's kind of been at, operating out of a place of lack or out of fear father i pray that you will just bring that to their mind right now father i pray that you will walk this journey out with them help them to have good communication help them to um really go deep into the things of you in this area and i thank you for freedom i thank you for breakthrough and i thank you for chains being broken off of fear and neediness lord and i just i just command that right now in jesus name lord that That everything, if there's anything from the enemy speaking lies of fear into their minds, Lord, that you would break that off right now in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for abundant life over every listener. And I thank you that you are going before them to prepare a way into the relationships that they're going to be walking in. And I ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, guys. Have an awesome day.